0: This audio production is brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com, David Wolf's premium longevity member site. The content found on TheBestDayEver.com from David Wolf and New Horizon Health, Inc. is for informational purposes only and is in no way intended as medical advice, as a substitute for medical counseling, or as treatment cure for any disease or health condition, and nor should it be construed as such because that would be illegal. Always work with a qualified health professional before making any changes to your diet, supplement use, prescription drug use, lifestyle, or exercise activities. Please understand that you assume all risks from the use, non-use, or misuse of this information. I think at every single event that I do, somebody asked me about my personal diet. It's one of the toughest questions to answer because my diet, changes every day. Some days I eat nothing until noon. Some days I drink two gallons of water. Some days I'll drink nothing but tea. Some days it's juice and food and it's always something different. But I figure I owe it to somebody out there to actually kind of break it down on average kind of what I'm doing day to day just so it gives people a a better guide as to, you know, how to get to where I'm at even though I don't think my diet would work for everybody. It's just, it's instructive, I think, at some level because I've been doing this for 15 years. I've been a live food person for 15 years and really at the cutting edge of nutrition and superfoods and herbs and the whole world of this evolving science of eating the best food ever. So this is kind of what it looks like. On a typical day, I might have one or two avocados, maybe five to ten olives, 35 to 45 pumpkin seeds now sometimes it's pumpkin seed butter I tend to have a higher fat intake in my diet I like fat better and sometimes pumpkin seeds I just have to chew through too much of it so I just go for the fat which is just the pumpkin seed butter and I'll do one or two pounds of either wild green foods from the front of my yard celery or celery juice lettuce kale mostly I stick with the real high rich pigmented greens And to some degree, I do a lot of parsley as well. I really love parsley. I'll do two or three handfuls of citrus fruit, apples, berries, or other juicy fruits. This is really important for me, especially after I eat. I like to keep hydrated after I eat. and Sometimes I become dehydrated. Um, And I I can't drink water because it dilutes the digestive juices. So I'll just have an orange or I'll just have a tangerine. And that really helps my digestion. It's really a nice thing to do. When in season, I'll dip into the hot peppers. And uh, I used to be a habanero maniac. Habanero is a type of California slash Mexican super hot pepper. I mean, this stuff is like fierce. You, if you get even a little bit of that oil on your finger and you touch your face, it'll be burning you for like 20 minutes. You have to wash it off. It's just it's challenging. Anyway, I used to eat tons of those. I really am favorable right now, though, to jalapenos. I love ripe red jalapenos especially the very bottom of them just the first little nibble off the bottom because that's where most of the vitamin C is and that's where the least amount of heat is but still got some spice and the best taste and flavor i'm a big fan of seaweed i love nori dulse i i won't eat an entire bag of seaweed in a day but i might eat a quarter of a bag and i mean when i mean a bag i'm talking about the main seacoast vegetable size bag which i believe is about it's like 2 to 4 ounces or something like that so i might do nori dulse sea palm is really a favorite sea lettuce is also a favorite and occasionally i'll dip into like hijiki or wakame or something like that i definitely am a superfoodist so a big part of my diet consists of cacao spirulina bee pollen maca goji berries and it's it's some something around like three or four tablespoons of spirulina, three or four tablespoons of bee pollen, three or four tablespoons of maca, three or four tablespoons of goji berries or goji berry powder, and that all goes into the smoothie. And then underneath that, I'll have the equivalent of about 15 to 20 cacao beans of nibs or beans or sometimes cacao powder and or cacao butter, and that will go into a smoothie that I'll do. So in the morning, I'll typically eat, maybe around 11 a.m. So I'll get up in the morning, I'll drink tons of water. That's the very first thing I do, and I make a water elixir of some sort. So from spring water, I'll add zeolites in there, and, and then I will add in, sometimes I'll put MSM in there, but lately I've been doing Ormus Gold. So Ormus Gold is really has a high affinity for water. It just goes great in water. And then I'll put in sometimes a little bit of Celtic Sea Salt and a little bit of Patrick Flanagan's Crystal Energy, and I'll blend that whole thing up. And wow, that's an awesome little morning drink. And sometimes I'll do a liter, two liters of that, a gallon of that. And then about 11 a.m., I'll start actually putting a smoothie together, a superfood smoothie that has all those ingredients that I just named, spirulina, bee pollen, maca, goji berries, cacao, and uh, marine phytoplankton. Actually, I've been doing a lot of that in my morning smoothie as well. And I'll try to stretch that throughout the day. I'll just try to go for a while on that. And if I put more fat in there, like cashews or cacao butter or coconut butter, then I can generally stretch it for a number of hours. And then sometime in the middle of the day, especially if I'm really doing a lot of mental work, then I'll snack on stuff like hemp seeds, maybe a flax cracker with an avocado on it or something, cucumbers. That's a real great snack food. I'm telling you, that is one that just is very, very important for people on a healing diet because cucumbers can sustain you, they give you that edible satisfaction, that oral satisfaction, and they, they seem to be really, really gentle and soft on the digestive system. And, of course, they're no sugar. So, just a great food all the way around. One of the most healing foods in the world, I believe. Now, I love to eat green leafy vegetables, but I find when I travel, I really can't eat a lot of the vegetables that I even find in stores. I mean, I have to kind of like, you know, tough it out. And what I much... Greatly prefer is wild foods at my house, but I will do green leafy vegetables and I'll chew on things just to just to kind of cultivate that bitter flavor. You have got to cultivate bitterness into your into your taste bud as a as a as a flavor that you like. And what will happen from that is you'll see a definite improvement of your health because we have different flavor sensations that we've got to enjoy. We've got the sweet, the sour. And we've got the pungent, the astringent, and definitely the bitter. And the bitter is the one that in the, in the world today, bitter is always, oh, no, I can't. It's too bitter. I can't eat that. And in fact, what we really do need is that bitter. I, again, love ripe hot peppers. And for centuries, herbalists have told us of the beneficial effects of, quote-unquote, cayenne pepper in healing heart conditions. I've also found that hot peppers are great for stimulating the digestive tract or burning out The bad guys, the castaways, the stowaways that are down the digestive tract somewhere. And, of course, hot peppers are naturally high in antibiotic sulfur compounds. And so they're really good for your immune system. And they also support all those things that require sulfur in your body, like your hair, your skin, your nails, your liver, and pancreas. I want to mention that due to my long experience as a raw foodist and as a raw vegetarian, as a raw vegan, I definitely disagree with the natural hygiene philosophy of including no hot or spicy foods in the diet, like onions, garlic, ginger, hot peppers, radishes, etc. I believe that these foods play very important roles for some body types. And some body types are very balanced by these kinds of foods. Some body types are not balanced by these types of foods. Like people who tend toward to be very aggressive, very angry, very edgy, they can be thrown over the top by a hot pepper just because it, it increases the heat too much. It's just... Too aggressive. People ask me, like, how often do you eat in a raw food restaurant? Is that the food you eat? What about dehydrated food? And I like dehydrated food. I mean, I don't eat much of it when it really c- comes down to it. But I'll tell you one thing I definitely am not slowed down by it either. And I have found that over the years, my digestion is a little bit stronger. And it used to be that if I ate any dehydrated food, I'd feel it and I, I'd be slowed down by it. Now I just burn through it, I don't even notice that it's there. And that's that's been a real positive. I, I like raw food dishes that are done by restaurants, and I like flaxseed crackers. And sometimes I'll go to a raw food restaurant, and I'll just do flaxseed crackers and uh, and guacamole, and that's the only thing I'll eat. And occasionally, if I'm really, really hungry, which is hardly ever. I mean, I'm never hungry, really. I'm just eating for emotional reasons. You know, that's the truth. Stress and that kind of thing. I mean, the amount of nutrition that I'm actually getting in every meal is so high that I really could live on just one meal a day easily and I get everything that I needed. But, you know, just like everybody else, we eat mostly for emotional reasons or just to distract ourselves and just to deal with stress, and that's mostly why I'm eating. And, you know, fortunately, I'm eating the best food ever, so my body is not acquiring all the memories of the stress, right? It just moves right through. And that's the problem with cooked food is it holds the memories of the stress in your body because it sticks to the ribs, it sticks into the colon it's gluey it gets stuck in there and doesn't move through we produce much more serotonin like four times as much serotonin when we chew things and chewing is a very good way of dealing with stress and the best stuff to chew isn't almond butter it's not fruit it's really vegetables Because when you chomp through those vegetables, you get all those alkaline minerals in your body and it starts calming you down and you're not accumulating any calories, but you are accumulating lots of nutrients. And I just wanted to put that out there because that is something that I've learned and definitely when I'm out hiking, I'll chew on wild grasses just for that reason, just like chewing gum. There are so many incredible raw food restaurants out there. I would recommend doing what I do, which is a lot of days, I'll have a little something in the morning smoothie, and then I'll fast all day long for like five, six, seven, eight hours until I get to the raw food restaurant, and then I can engorge myself on raw ice cream or something that's just by far the best, most indulgent thing ever and feel good about it and feel like there's room in there and feel like I'm not wiped out from eating too much. I had spent years when I transitioned into raw food that I really wanted to eat less. I really felt like I needed to eat less. I probably didn't. When I, when I look back on it, it was more just of not really being aware of how little I was actually eating. And you probably don't need to eat less. That's important to understand as well. If you're eating raw living foods and you're eating a giant salad, the amount of volume of material is, might be high, but the mass is low. The actual weight of the material, because it's mostly water weight. You know, you eat a big salad, it's mostly water weight. So it might look like you're eating a lot, but you're not. And it's probably good to eat a lot in the beginning because it takes a while to transition. I, I have to confess, one of my favorite dishes in uh, raw food restaurants is the raw pizzas and the raw lasagnas. I was in a raw food restaurant the other day just had the most incredibly ridiculous raw lasagna. I mean, people were blown away. just r- r- could not believe it. And I b- do believe that I have ha- actually had the best raw food dishes ever in the history of the world because I've been doing this so long. I've been to every raw food restaurant in the world, pretty much met every raw food chef out there and uh, pretty much done you know, living foods courses with the best chefs out there. So I get fed all this food all the time and this is a grace to actually be able to eat this kind of food. It's never been available before in the history of the world. Every meal, totally healing, every meal good for you, every meal making you younger, every meal being gentle on your stomach, every meal kind and gentle on your intestines, that's where we're going. We have on TheBestDayEver.com an entire list. I believe it's now 217 different restaurants in the world that serve raw and living foods. This is increasing all the time. So when you become a member of TheBestDayEver.com, there are many, many resources that can help you. And one of them is this raw restaurant list, which is a lot of work. I've been upkeeping this list for so many years. It's a lot of work. I finally handed it over to friends of mine and just said, you got to take this thing over. Is it just too much for me to handle? And they're doing a very adept job at keeping that thing up to date now. Now, I know that you're listening right now and you're determined to find out what your personal best diet ever is. And I suggest eating from those foods that we really strongly recommend To eat from the fruits, the vegetables, the nuts, the seeds, the sprouts, grasses, herbs, seaweeds, superfoods, and the sauerkrauts and similar fermented foods. Remember to just dip out of each of those categories as you like. That's what I do. I eat from that variety right there. So it's fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, seaweeds, sprouts, herbs. Grasses, superfoods, and the fermented foods, and from there I can design a diet that is balanced to what I need that day, because it's never the same every day. I, I'm not the type of person who can eat the same foods every day because I'm in a different place, I'm different needs. I sometimes I'm on a liquid diet, sometimes I'm on a solid diet, that kind of deal. In my opinion, high quality superfoods are the best sources of nutrients. This program was brought to you by thebestdayever.com. Thanks for listening.